Ah, John. Yeah. You want to see me? Yes. Tonight you've got an opportunity to give the WWE Universe the John Cena they know and love. Now go and get me a glass of water. Okay, okay, you... I said go and get me a glass of water. Now. I was expecting something a lot different. What's the catch? Water sucks. Gatorade is better. Uh, excuse me? Gatorade not only quenches your thirst better, it tastes better too, idiot. Perhaps you might need this services of an experienced water boy. Just delicious. Welcome to Wrestling House Show. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Joey. My name is Chris. All right, Chris, it's time. We, we ever since Monday night, we actually we actually rarely get to text each other in whatever during these uh, shows when they actually air because of our work schedule. I rarely watch a show live anymore. Yeah, so we're both watching Raw at the same time, and we start going, "Oh, hey, first of all, hey, Ezekiel Jackson." He's back. Yeah. And he's on Team Raw. Wow. And he didn't even have to qualify. They no. just let him walk in. Well, to be fair, if Ezekiel Jackson walked up to you, it's like some, you know, really great stereotypical scene in an 80s teen comedy. Okay. And someone that looks and has the size of Ezekiel Jackson walks up and says, I'm on your team. What right. do you say? I, if it was me, I'd probably say, all right. All right, man. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, you want to be the captain, too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, not even Miz would let Miz that is go. not going to give up, give up his Captain C. Yeah. So it turns into this, and then it turns into just this little simple phrase I said, where it was just like, I think Raw has the edge now, not for nothing. I think I'm going to have to go with him. And then this is what this show is going to be, apparently. We are actually divided for such a... It, this rarely happens in our show. We always agree with each other for the most part. For the most part. But it's time to put up the Dukes now. We are very like-minded in our, uh, in what we like and dislike, and what we think is good and bad. But I think I think you're wrong on this one. Oh man, I, I think mean, s- I think SmackDown is is going to win, win bragging rights. Hey, you know me, man. I've always been a champion of SmackDown since pretty much day one when they did the brand extension split. I've been on Team SmackDown for right. a long time. Right. So I've always backed them. I backed them last year. I was very happy that they won yeah. last year, but you know it's a different year, and I I just don't see there are plenty there's plenty of extra factors with this raw team I think that I actually is going to put them over top. And let's not even don't worry about taking into account who won last year because I really don't think that has anything to do with anything because WWE likes to surprise people. Yeah. So SmackDown went into yeah weeks. it really doesn't matter. I mean they could even it up or they could have SmackDown win twice in a row. I really don't think that's an issue because at the end of the day it's about ratings. And it's also the talent and whether you're entertained by the show or not. So winning the trophy, it matters, but it doesn't matter, you know, if that makes any kind of sense. Yes. It's like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So, (sighs) but I I just, I think you're wrong on this one, man. I mean, especially, I mean, I I could go down each guy and I could tell you why. I could even put him against any of your guys. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, I can convince you that, you could convince me. I think I might be able to, actually. Okay, we'll see. I how know. many... 
You know, like even look at like Santino. No one's taking Santino seriously because he's a joke. Uh, it may maybe, but he doesn't have to be a joke. He has the ability to not be a joke, and maybe this will be the show where he comes out of his shell. Okay. And how many of your guys on Team SmackDown have feuded with Stone Cold Steve Austin? Um, that's a good point. Um, Big Show. I would. Has, did he ever feud with Stone Cold? No, don't he, he was around. Maybe. Yeah. Well, his, his debut bit. match when he appeared yeah. in the WWE for the okay. very first well, time, it was one. in a cage match. Okay, you got one. With, with Santino is one on mine. Right. Santino has feuded with Stone Cold. Okay. Did you he can't say out? that he didn't. What What side did he come out on? And in, in that feud. Did it doesn't matter. Win, did he ever win any matches against Stone Cold? It doesn't matter. It's all about getting the rub from Austin. Did Big Show win? Big Show didn't win any matches against know. Austin. He it. might have won one or two. Right. But that's when he was at his most believable. You know. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just. You know. I'm just for argument's sake. I got other guys that have feuded with other people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a lot of you guys have feuded with people. No. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I, I started off. Okay. All Great right. start here. No, but I mean, like, you know, yeah, I, you know, I've I've been trying, I've been I've been coming up with some stuff to where I think I've I can. Been, I've been doing my, my due diligence. I've been doing my research as well. So, what if I told you that I have a Canadian on my team? I I do too. Yeah, you know who mine is? Santino. Okay. Santino is actually Canadian. What does that have to do with anything? You know, it has something to do with something, especially in wrestling. If you're Canadian. That that's almost as good as being Japanese or <laughs> or European or something. It gives you that extra oomph, you know. Uh, okay, fair enough. Well, I have Edge, who is Canadian on okay. my team, so I would say, if nothing else, equal at the very least. But I also have a, uh, a Latino superstar. I have two of them actually. Oh, one genuine. A uh, guy who's never won anything. A guy who has nev- never won a title in Alberto Del Rio. A guy who just started, who hasn't had. A cup of coffee. What about my, my other Lucha Libre star? Oh, Rey Mysterio is yes. great. But, you know. Who has won many things in his in his tenure. Not just in the WWE, but when I, as I did my research, I was keeping it just to WWE, just yeah. to keep it fair. Because really? I've, I've done it by the numbers. Oh. And you know what? You Your team can't even compare to the SmackDown team. How, it's how it's not even that? close. Well, you're talking about just straight on how many do you want me to like do title some, reigns you or something? Do you want to do some stats for you? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, uh, in the WWE alone, the uh, SmackDown team holds a total of 57 different titles just in the WWE. Guess how many the uh, Raw team has? How many? Less than half. 28. Yeah, but, I mean... They they were just passing out titles, you know. There's that Russo era where they kept shotgunning titles on everybody. Come on. Is that your defense <laughs> yeah, that, for that one? Yeah, that's it. Vince Russo is my defense. <laughs> okay. Here, I got it right here. Even, like, Ezekiel Jackson has been in WWE for, like, what, say, what, a year? Uh, it's been yeah. a little bit longer than that. A year and a half, you think? Something like he that? He came in with... Uh, with Brian Kendrick. Yeah. Two years. Two years now. All right. He's a former... He's the last ever ECW champion. Yeah, that's the only title he's ever had. But he dominated Christian in that feud. A guy who would have been on Team SmackDown. So right there. True. And then... Uh, I have a guy on my team that took Christian out in Alberto Del Rio. Well, that doesn't matter because Christian would have been on your SmackDown team. So you've just been talking bad about your gu- team. That means my guy is better than the guy that would have been on SmackDown. How many of your guys were undefeated for five months after their debut? Uh, I would say, I would guess probably Big Show. You think so? 
He won. I'm going to WCW now, but he did win a world title in his very first match. Okay, but you got to go to WCW. I think we should be able to go to the other feds if it's if it's applicable. I mean, it's, that helps you too. You got a former world champion of all federations yeah. with the Big Show. I understand that. I do. Yeah, and I got um, you know, like I said, Ezekiel Jackson was undefeated for his first five months on television. Okay, uh, where there's no streaks ever anymore. Like was la- he was the I last guy that, say that he's all. the last guy that probably he's the last guy that probably had the longest undefeated streak on television. When people debut, they don't get beat for a while. Yeah, but he went especially a long time. I, I Alberto Del Rio has already been pinned. Yeah, but you know what? He Twice de- he debuted in ECW. So big fish, little pond. I don't know. He actually debuted in SmackDown, but that's okay. Well, he okay. Oh, okay. That's it. <laughs> hey, did you know when Ezekiel did, Jackson did he, was? When tr- did he start really wrestling as a singles? Uh, Ezekiel's a four-year pro, uh, which is you know he. he you want to go years? Yeah. You really want to go actually? Years? If you want to go years, our uh, truth has been wrestling for thirteen years. Morrison's actually been wrestling for eight, which you would never guess. You know, even uh, Santino's four years, Ezekiel's four um, years. Sheamus is an eight-year pro. CM Punk is a twelve-year pro, and The Miz is an eight-year pro now. You're, you're padding your stats a little bit. I'm there. not padding my you stats. Are. I go from their first professional match. When you have your first professional match, you are a professional wrestler. You've added one to a few of those. What? But even, which ones? Even, even give the plus or minus to you if you're going first professional match. Yeah. Your team has fifty-three combined years of experience. Okay. My team has seventy-three. Yeah, but it's not necessarily about um, experience and then old, why is why would you just bring it up when they debuted? Because <laughs> you started bringing up years, so I brought up years. <laughs> you throw out all these numbers, and then you say it doesn't matter. How many of your guys are former NWA champions? I'm, so you're going to talk about old school. <laughs> um, NWA, as, son. Who? Okay. R-Truth is a former NWA. Two-time. Two-time. Former NWA world champion. Three-time NWA and TNA Tag Team Champion. Yeah. Okay, what has he done in the WWE? (laughs) He is a former U.S. Champion, and uh, he's been in... He's he's a consistent pay-per-view guy, which I can't say about Tyler Rex or Alberto Del Rio. Tyler Rex is a wild card. Alberto Del Rio, I mean, if you want to go back... Zeke's been on pay-per-views already. (laughs) If you want to go back to Alberto Del Rio's uh, uh, previous companies, I mean, he's been... A mainstay of AAA. Yeah, I know. I know. He was Carlos definitely junior. So don't even, ha- don't even take the, go into the history with those. Tyler Rex. Yeah, I'll give you that. He's 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 a new guy. He's a wild card. He's, he's the homeless barbarian looking guy. Yeah. But his finishing move is pretty cool. Yeah, the finishing move is cool. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny you of that. I it, you know I, I can go up and down the line. I know I I know guys to train these guys that are way cooler than the guys that train those guys. Train. How about that? Who cares? Did you know Homicide trained uh, Ezekiel Jackson? Yeah, I did. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Shit. Um, I, I I know I have better argument here. <laughs> I'm not used to fighting you. I I really feel passionate about this though. All right. You want to well, go? You want to just go down the line here? And you, who, all right. Who I, are you gonna match Ezekiel Jackson up against? Why do? You, it's a tag team match. It's not about one on one. It's elimination. It, I know, but it's a tag team elimination. It's not about one on one. Why would you? I don't know. <laughs> um, How about uh, hey? Uh, ooh, 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 wait a second! Wait a second! Uh, Santino beat Kofi Kingston for the Intercontinental Title. How about that? Okay, that's fair. So he's going to eliminate Kofi. Right, right? He can already do that. I know he can do so that. Now. When when did this happen? How many years ago was this? Like two years ago. But when there is that? Go. It was in the WWE at least. A lot of people can grow in two years. Who do, it, 
defeats like years ago. <laughs> I know I have more Slammy Award winners on my team than you do. How about well, that? Yeah, wow. You can get a Slammy for throwing up on someone's shoes. That's... I don't really, I wouldn't brag about that. I mean, if you want to talk about non-title things as well, how many Royal Rumble winners do you have on your team? Zero. I have two. No. I have the guy that's been in the Royal Rumble the longest, so he knows how to survive. The longest in, ever? Oh, Ray. Yeah, oh, okay. he knows how to survive in multiple man matches. Yeah. You're still not going to win. I don't care what you say. Do you have a King of the Ring winner on yours? I, no, you don't. I do. They haven't had King of the Ring in like a thousand years. Yeah. Regal still is the King of the Ring and no one even knows he's the King of the Ring. But it says it on his thing, but I'm not even... It's <laughs> Edge won King of the Ring. None of your guys ever did. It's all about experience. Uh, how many of your guys won at bragging rights last year? Um... Oh, Big Show... D- okay. No, he was on the losing that. team. I know, sir. that's what I'm saying. He, def- he def- defected over yes. to the other team. I have a guy so. who has bragging rights experience. <laughs> truth was on the winning team last year, and he knows what it takes to bring that trophy home. That's another reason why I'm going with SmackDown. <laughs> you so. mean Raw? I mean Raw, yes. <laughs> See, now you got me confused. I'm not going for SmackDown. I'm going for Raw. How about... Here's a guy we haven't talked about yet. Would you ever bet against Sheamus? How about that? Uh, Former two-time WWE champion. How many guys on your team have beaten John Cena? Um, Do you know that one? How many uh, guys have retired the great Triple H? How many guys hey, 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 have hey, lost... Hey, and the two times that he has lost the title were under dubious fucking circumstances. The Elimination Chamber and a fatal f- and a six-pack challenge. A six-pack challenge. There were six guys in each match, and he had nothing to do with the outcome of both matches. He got screwed both times. He'd still be the world champion if he hadn't been in any of those kind of matches due to bad booking. Are you, are you finished? Are Not you honestly Shane. trying to tell me that Sheamus's wins of that same WWE title were not dubious? I'm saying he would still be the world champion. Are you trying to I'm tell say- me he would still be the world champion if they didn't put it up in the elimination chamber or the six pack chamber? He would never have won those championships if second time if Nexus hadn't helped out, and the first time if they hadn't slipped off the off the top turnbuckle. The two times he's had a chance to win the title, he's won them both times, right? So uh, fair enough. Yeah, so who okay, yeah, if, if 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 someone slips and breaks their ass then it's luck. But it happened twice. You're not you He had the Nexus. He, he picked up the bones of a Who got the win? Cena. Got, Nexus could come out during this match and do the exact same thing and I would still win. They could, and that's yeah. the X factor that oh. you can't control that and it has no bearing on this conversation. <laughs> it does because he does he he, because he would still be the champion if it wasn't for those two stupid other matches he got booked into due to okay, and politics his, his title defenses and, and, and class racism. <laughs> what? You heard me. <laughs> Are you? They're jealous that he's the only Irish-born WWE champion, so they keep putting in these crappy matches okay, where Randy, he loses. Look, look, his defenses were, have been dubious as well to to use your phrase but he knows what it takes to win a match he gets himself that's all disqualified he gets himself anything he could do to keep the title and getting disqualified is not going to win bragging rights if you get the other guy disqualified he got himself disqualified in but order there's to no get title, the title on the line except for this trophy but he exactly, doesn't lose a title exactly by that's exactly my point it, there's no title on the line therefore his usual shenanigans in the ring will not Get a victory. Okay, well, Seamus will not get the trophy. Seamus is a difference maker. I know you can't deny that. I'm not denying. Here's that. a guy that 
can that here's a guy that is a wormy world champion like a CM Punk who can get it done in the ring who doesn't have to rely on disqualifications uh, much or countouts and he's a he's a three-time world champion I got and and lately too that's the other that's the other important thing about this lately I got more more current former champions that are in the prime of their career in the prime that are hungry, that still want to prove something on pay-per-view. Uh-huh. Now, Ray, I'm not going to deny that Ray Mysterio is awesome. I'm not going to deny that Big Show has had more he success won, than he most just guys. Won ever. Another world championship like a month or two ago. What the, the what, which one? The one that Kane took from him. Did Kane take it? Take Kane it? cashed in the Money in the Bank. To oh take yeah, it from well, him. see, he yeah, like you know, he had it recently, but Sheamus has had it. CM Punk's had it lately, but Ray's the only guy you've had that's actually had a world title in. How long? Jack Swagger won this year. Okay, I forgot about Jack Swagger. <laughs> okay, so we're even. So now we got to find and some if you're talking about here. if you're talking about Hungary, I mean, I would still say Ray. I mean, he's still one of the top ones. Who's hungrier right now in this company than The Miz? Come on, seriously. I mean, I've our, got, our captain here. I still have people that have, still have stuff to prove. Swagger needs to get back on that. He's 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 a one-time champion, but he's looking to, to prove himself. Kofi Kingston, who's never held a world title. You think he's not hungry? You think he's not out to prove something he, he every single be. night he goes out there? He might be. John Morrison still has yet to win his first world title, and he's very decorated at this point. U.S. He's, championship, Intercontinental yeah. Championship, he's held multiple nine, tag team titles. He's held nine titles. I'll give yeah. him that. Former ECW world John champion. John Morrison is your most decorated superstar. I believe he is, he actually. Is. In the WWE. Yeah. In the, I'm just speaking of WWE titles. Yeah. My most decorated superstar is Edge with 28 titles. Yeah, Edge is the... Over three times as many as your top superstar. Okay, how many titles have you guys won combined? Um, 57. Okay, so Edge has half of those. So Edge, you're relying on one guy you know what? to carry your entire you know what? Uh, tag match. Yeah, what? Edge has 28 titles. Big Show Edge. has like the other half, right? Edge has 28 titles by himself. Your team combined have 28 titles, and that's still less than half of the titles that my team owns. Edge can't beat seven guys at once. I'm not saying that he can. I'm saying that my one guy with less than half of his own teams is equal to the amount of your team combined. I bet that I have... You know what? I still have two guys with more titles than your top guy. Big Show and Ray Ray. These go to 11. (laughs) No, um, Punk... Hey, hey man, Punk... Here's a spoiler... CM Punk's number three on the PWI 2010 500 list. He's the highest ranked guy out of anybody on any of these two teams. That's fine. So that's don't take it from me. Well, that's a good point. I mean, that's <laughs> that's I can't claim anything like that. Yeah. I could get into dating statistics, and I would totally yeah, have it over these guys. But we're not. I know we're not doing that. No. Do you know who CM Punk's dated? By the way, have you heard about these? I know some. You're gonna you're gonna jaw drop here. Ready? <laughs> Do you actually write those down? As oh yeah, I, I think it. I think it's valid <laughs> and important. No, it isn't. CM Punk has dated Maria, fine, Tracy Brooks, yeah. Lita, and Daphne. Yeah, I knew, I it's knew crazy. Daphne. Yeah, he's gonna get, he's gonna be the sole. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say it right now. Not only is Raw gonna win, but the sole survivors. I'm gonna have three sole survivors: All CM right. Punk, Sheamus, and Miz. All right, three to nothing. So. All right. Is is that your argument? Because I got more. I can keep <laughs> Go, going. Yeah, I I got one for each one you got, man. All right. Well, okay. Let's hey, our truth, our truth has beaten Jeff Jarrett, Mister Perfect, Alex Shelley, Austin Aries, Scott Hall, Ken Shamrock, Jerry Lynn. 
Yeah. Do you want me to list the number the people that Big Show has defeated? Yeah, he beat Hogan, but Hogan hadn't been good in you want me to list the years. people that Ray has beaten? The Edge has beaten? Really? <laughs> I'm not gonna. I mean that's a rhetorical <laughs> question. Um, okay, come on. Okay, let's 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 settle down. Okay. Alright. Let's talk about leadership, okay? Alright. Um, specifically, right now, the captains. We'll get. Oh. We'll, we'll, wait. Oh. we'll get to more after that. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, because it's uh, okay. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead and say what you're gonna say. Well, like, like a guy that turned his back on his team last year is your captain, right? right? Which the, he explained at okay. in the booth last week. Yeah. He was like, my my blood is blue, and this is where I love to be. Uh, okay. And he's babyface now, so. Oh, so he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm saying, okay. Did you watch the? Uh, um, the difference between when they were making the teams, they had the qualification matches. Mm-hmm. Big Show was out there for almost every one of them. And okay. even the guys that he didn't really like, he goes up to them and attempts to shake their hand. What okay. did, did the Miz do that? No, but he's he's really busy. He's <laughs> okay. That actually, that's another good point. The Miz is the current Money in the Bank holder. Yes. You think his mind is 100% on Team Raw? Do you really, really think he cares? Or do you think he's actually... This is all just smoke and mirrors, uh, not Cody Rhodes, but this is all just smoke and mirrors to distract people from the fact that he still has that briefcase. You think he's not thinking about the uh, Barrett-Orton uh, match? What, you, is, you does, th- what does uh, Cody Rhodes have to do smoke with this? Smoke and mirrors. It's his yeah, theme song. I, no, I, I think that the only thing that could sink this for Raw now is if he does cash in, because obviously the bragging rights match is going to be last, the the 7-on-7. The, the seven seven. Probably. So that means the title match is going to come before that. Now, from experience's sake, anybody cashing in doesn't really have to li- do much work. Right. So think about that. Let's say The Miz does cash it in on either Barrett or Orton. He's going to get it in less than a minute, number one, if he does. And number two... Would you want to take on someone that just won a world title that is at his absolute peak and completely full of himself and has, like, here I am, I'm the new champ, and I'm going to take you all that. I mean, like, that guy's going to be on a high. It's, he's not going to bolt. He's not going to leave the building. This is the Miz we're talking about. He wants two matches, that my, extra payday, you my, know? My point is, do you really think his mind is 100% focused on Team Raw? And I say no, it isn't. That's why he hired the Alex Miz. Riley because that what way he can Alex Alex Riley does nothing because Alex can keep tabs on it. That's like his assistant. He'll he's the one that can call him in for that. Alex you know, Riley has half a brain and he's he hasn't done anything and he's just there to get Ms. Water. He's he's basically like John Cena is to Wade Barrett. That's Alex Riley. Okay, but he's happy to do it, and that's well, yeah. a, a happy employee is makes it better for everybody all around. So that's gonna that's gonna reflect on Team Raw. So. Okay, all right, and uh, okay. Let's talk about still leadership. Let's get back to it. Okay. Um, if like Michael Cole loves to talk about how the Miz is like the greatest coach in NXT history and okay. a leader of men. I mean, I don't know if you agree with this or not. I, I would be very. I'm not going to put. Are words you in really going to have ask me to agree with Michael Cole? Because even I'm not even gonna, in I'm this, I can't. In, I'm not going to put those words in your mouth. Okay. But you look at his track record of leading and coaching individuals. He coached Daniel Bryan, one of the the guy that eliminated himself from NXT. They never got along. He won. He lost almost every match he was in. But he did better in his second season. 
His guy was in the is like in the finals practically. Yeah, but he didn't win, did he? Yeah, but you know, a lot of people don't win a lot of his, things. His <laughs> his rookie Alex Riley lost to Michael McGillicuddy, who gave that really that promo that he gave against Gaval. Okay. Yeah. Well, that has the McGillicuddy promo has nothing to do with this. I think it's telling that he couldn't beat a guy that gave a. The, one of the most horrendous promos. Promos in don't win matches, Chris. <laughs> you, the Miz, you don't think he would be where he is today if he didn't have the mouth that he does? Uh, may, maybe that he is wouldn't. Not true maybe, at all, sir. Maybe he wouldn't. But you can't deny that he's gotten better every time he gets in the ring. I'm not denying that. Yeah. But the fact that he's and Big he Show's already been retired at this point. He wouldn't have had the opportunity to grow in the ring that he has if he had not had the mouth that he does and cut the promos that he did. Big Show has a bad back. He's already been retired once. And all all he did when he was retired was hang out with Hogan, so that's cancer right there. Okay. You know, so leadership skills, he's probably gonna he's probably just in it for himself now. He's and he's got a movie debut in this weekend, so he's gonna be distracted over how terrible the box office <laughs> is gonna be after legendary crap the bed. So there you go. So who's also distracted on other things that are way beyond that building that night? Okay. But you don't think that Big Show would just be trying harder, just say like, "Hey, I got a movie. Go watch it," and then punch a guy in the face? Big Show, what does Big Show have to do in the ring? If he catches you, he punches you, and you're out. That's been proven for every single person. That may not work in a tag match, though, because you, someone can just interfere. The, the punch is Big not going to be as much in effect as it normally is. Big Show thrives in tag team environments, and this is another point that I wanted to bring up about the Big Show: uh, is that he, he can exactly he can get along with two of the biggest egos in the business The Miz and Chris Jericho he can get along with these guys The Miz and Jericho they tried to form a team, did that work? No The Miz does not get along with people The Miz thinks people are under him The Big Show The Big Show uh, he can, he takes, he just he gets along with everybody, he can get along with Alberto Del Rio who doesn't like anybody he can get along with Jack Swagger who thinks he's the best he well, can that bring remains these people to be together seen. That re- those guys, that remains to be seen because they haven't yet, they've yet to team with each I'm other just saying, I'm just saying, the Big Show has proven his people skills and that he can get along with these guys and thrive and in a tag team environment, who was the guy that almost invariably got the finishing move to let his partner get the victory it was the big show. That's not always the big show, was almost, it? Almost to a T. It yeah. was always the punch. Well, hey, Miz held the tag team title with Big Show. Yeah. And, hey, Miz and Morrison being one of the great tag teams of this century. You so hate far. each other's guts. They hate each other's guts out, but you can't deny there's probably that chemistry, that old magic is probably still in there somewhere, and know. you don't think that... I guarantee you that they're going to pull off some of their old tandem maneuvers this weekend to do a little throwback. I and would be shocked to see that. If, if you got Miz and Morrison firing on all cylinders as a team, that to me could be a combination of most of the any one of those guys. Miz and Morrison? No. Miz, the team of Miz and Morrison could beat a combination of I, any of those guys you could throw at me. Even Big Show and Ray, even Big Show and Edge. I don't care what you tell me. They're one of the greatest tag teams. I agree. I agree. If they can get on the same page, that's a huge if, and I don't see it happening. I really, really don't. For bragging rights, it always has to be. Nah. Unless you're going to be a turncoat. I mean, you know. <laughs> so. And, I mean, honestly, I mean, just looking at your guys, uh, Miz, I've already stated the case where he's not really, he's not a Team Raw, he's a Team Miz guy. 
Seamus, you think he has anything else? He's obsessed over the WWE title. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing to be either. But and if you win at bragging rights, you can you get in good with the GM and you get your title shots. That doesn't always happen. That's not necessarily the case. It's not a bad way to be though. CM Punk, who he doesn't, he's not a team player, which is obvious. His straight edge society, people that bought into his his agenda and bought into his lifestyle, he couldn't get along with these people that basically worshipped him, worshipped him as a deity. Well, that's just politics. I mean, you know, <laughs> okay. he had nothing to do. He doesn't have anything to do with uh, uh, Serena getting fired. And uh, all right, why couldn't he get along with the other guys? I, I, I don't know, man. Because he's not a team player. Yeah, I don't. They're not even on TV to answer the question. So how am I supposed to answer the question? <laughs> he's not a team player. I'm, I'm just saying. And then mm. Zeke. I mean, him, oh, I him could, I could argue that these guys have. That these other guys besides Mr. Morrison have team ability, but they're in other companies. You know, what? for the most part, like Truth is a tag team champion in other companies. Sheamus yeah, even was a, was a yeah, champion yeah. in Europe. CM Punk was a tag team champion in Ring of Honor. A lot of these you know. guys have held tag team championships, yeah. but I'm talking about the inner, inner, like between the people that are on the team right now, not about people that aren't on the team or in the company. I'm talking about the cohesion of the seven superstars that will be in that match. I just don't see it. Morrison and Truth, obviously, they'll be able to get along. They were but, they were a team this year, yes. Yeah, this is but, very uh, but other than that, I really don't see any of them getting along. We have more uh, U.S. champions. <laughs> and former U.S. champions. Uh, actually, we're tied at three apiece. Yeah, crap. Yeah. Wait, uh, Ms. The only The only title that you have more than me in is the ECW title. Yeah. And that's three nothing to wrong two. With, nothing wrong with that. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. And one of those titles was never defended. It was because he won it on the last day of ECW. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So, and yeah. Zeke is going to play. Zeke is going to eliminate two of your guys, I think, in this. Uh, in this thing. just wildly speculating. <laughs> I could say the same thing about the Big Show. I could say the same thing about Ray. Ah, uh, yes. This is fun. I'm Wait, enjoying and, this. And, and, well, let's continue to talk about leadership. Let's talk about the the shows as a whole. The the GMs on the particular shows. Let's talk about this. Okay, you have a better GM. I'll give you that. <laughs> Teddy Long, who has been the SmackDown GM, yeah. mostly continuous for how long? Hey, just being unfair, because I've I've gone on the record on here saying that Teddy Long is the greatest general manager in pro wrestling history. Exactly. I'm not denying that. And this is, I mean, that's the spiritual. He's not necessarily leading the team, but this is where the uh, the spiritual leadership comes in. Raw has a disembodied voice occasionally. And it's just a computer, which can be unplugged, which Teddy did, which I w- applauded him for. I'm, I'm not gonna. Like I said, I think Teddy should have shown up on SmackDown tonight and and worn the uh, the other half of that computer as a Flavor Flav clock, just to rub it in, yeah. like have him wearing the laptop as a yeah. necklace. That would have been pretty funny. I might have just given up on this whole debate if he'd have done that. <laughs> but uh, I I just I just got that feeling. I, I just I would I I just can't root against a team that has guys like CM Punk, Sheamus, Morrison, like these kind of combinations get me excited. Yeah. Not that some of yours on your team doesn't, but it's I, this is me, I really want to make that point that and you have a couple of guys like this, but I think for the most part over here, you know, none of these guys and this is very true. You know, like with the exception, I mean like, you know, I got five guys on my team that have never won the big one. I understand right. that, you know. I mean, you have Big Show's had it, Edge's had it, Ray's had it, Swagger's had it. I understand all that. 
I just think that there's more hunger and youth movement on Team Raw than there is on Team SmackDown. I'm more excited about them because of that, and that's why I think they are going to win, to be um, honest. I'm, I, I'm not even trying to do a bit. I know. I, I, I still kind of think it's pretty equal, actually, on my side. But how so? Because I mean, in, in the sense of like, as, I think Swagger, a, Swagger, still he he had the title, but he's still trying to break through. Kofi, obviously, well, CM Punk's first reign was pretty terrible. Almost, yeah. you know, I mean, it wasn't booked well. Ray's first title reign wasn't booked well either. Yeah. He really hasn't had a great title reign. That's the other well, thing about he's, it. He's had two, and yeah, and they've been kind of just one mm. was like less than a night. So. Yeah, the first one was very insulting. I think it actually. Weirdly enough, I think sometimes they were out to destroy his credibility more than yeah. build him up. I've never seen a world champion lose so much in non-title matches than I did Rey Mysterio ever. Yeah. So, right there, Swagger lost less matches as as a world champion yeah. than Rey did, and that's that's well, Punk, pretty. Punk didn't do anything in his first title and he yeah. beat JBL, and that's yeah. it. And Punk had two other great title reigns since then. So uh, yeah, yes, I, I realize Swagger does have Swagger has a lot to prove. It doesn't mean he couldn't potentially, like Jr. said, and I know he's being a little favoritism here, but he could wind up being probably one of the greatest ever. Yeah, I'm not saying he's not, but so could so could Morrison, so could CM Punk, so it's, could Sheamus, so could a lot of these guys. I mean, Del Rio, I do think he could be if he stays on track, he could be the future. I mean, I see in him what I saw in like a, a young Kurt Angle when he showed up. Wow, that's high praise. Yeah, I mean, I really, really do. I mean, he's he already got the charisma. He's already like there. He can already hang with these guys. And you can you've seen the matches that he puts on. He made a um, Chris Masters match look awesome. <laughs> I will. I gotta give him his, his due for that. And yeah. I, I'm I'm a fan of Alberto. I, yeah. I'm I'm a fan I, of all of the Raw guys too. I'm just saying that my guys have the experience. They have the 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 tenure. Um, even when I was talking about total, total combined years, I wasn't even talking about. I, I completely skipped over the fact that our truth left for a long time, yeah. and then came back. I mean, those years shouldn't count as far as WWE tenure. Well, they don't as far as WWE because they don't acknowledge the fact that he's a very decorated outside of their halls. Yeah, and you know, he, he politically he may suffer for that, and that's a shame because. Yeah. He has the ability to be a very breakthrough and crossover star. He could be in movies. He he could appeal to kids even more than he does already. Yeah. I think he's got a lot going against him, unfortunately, for the company. Because they see him as a guy who left and went to the competition. And, you know, has a shady background in his youth and all this other stuff. Just like, you know... You know, there's. I mean, you can get past it though. Booker T is a good example of that. Yeah. You know, MVP has yet to really do that as well. So him and Truth are kind of on the same level. I'm surprised that MVP didn't make Team SmackDown. To be honest, yeah. surprised they didn't give that extra slot, the wild card slot, if you will, to an MVP. Which um, you could go into a lot of other conspiracy theory speculation. It's because that he's buddy buddies with that Hardy, but we won't. Yeah, no, we won't do that. Yeah. You never know nowadays. I like the fact that I have two super heavyweights. I would put Sheamus up there as a super heavyweight. Yeah. And Ezekiel Jackson is two super heavyweights that are actually entertaining to watch. Their mobility is very good. They are only going to go up further, and they're both going to be multiple world champions, in my opinion. I would be very surprised. I'd be very surprised if Ezekiel Jackson becomes, and no offense, a Tony Atlas as a guy who really didn't win the big one over yeah. with Vince. Uh, that, yeah, I don't know. That remains to be seen. 
But I think uh, that those two guys alone are going to be huge factors in this match. I think they're going to take the early pickings. They have they have a, definitely a bright future, but we're not talking about the future. We're yeah. talking about Sunday night. Well, I understand that, but I think that this is going to be really... This is definitely Ezekiel's first chance to really shine, the yeah. ECW pay-per-view matches aside. Yeah. So I think he's going to take some... I, I think well, he, nobody cared about the ECW title matches. Yeah, I understand that. Like. I understand that. You know, I think I think Punk still has a lot to prove in that company, even though he's done so much and so little time. And to be fair, I mean, if you're in the WWE and you don't feel like you have something to prove, then you shouldn't be there. Yeah, oh, so. yeah totally. The Miz is the great example of that. You know, this is this is another reason why, I you know, even though I, I haven't rooted for the Miz in a lot of these matches because they book him so well, they yeah. actually make me want to hate him, yeah. but I can't deny his success. Yeah. He's going to win the world title. It's almost no, yeah. a done deal. It's, I mean... Yeah. It's as done deal as it gets. I mean, if he fucks this up, it's his career. He might as well be the Red Rooster after this. Right. So, I mean, I see most of your, the guys on your team as, as a future world champion, with the right. exception probably of Santino, obviously. And what better argument for them to win this match? Because if these guys have more to prove than your guys, then but it only I, makes sense that this conglomerate gets elevated to the next level by winning a match such as bragging rights. Yeah, but at, on the same token, I said I see all but one of yours as pretty definite maybe future champions. I don't know about Truth. I don't know because he's such an underachiever. He just never seems to get out of the box. But I mean, all of mine have either held it or will hold it with the exception maybe of Tyler Rex because he's so he's so new. But everyone else I see as either a future or has already held the title. Yeah, it's weird that, you know, I, I realize that they, they probably look at Ezekiel and Tyler as, as total evens in this match, but I don't think it is because you know, Tyler has done nothing on television unless you actually ever watch Superstars. Yeah. So he's not proven to anybody on television. Honestly, and Zeke isn't either. Because, I mean, if you don't watch Superstars, you probably didn't watch ECW either. Maybe not so, but you've at least seen him on these major shows before. He has a... Briefly. He has appeared on both shows. He hasn't wrestled since, like, April. Yeah, but at least he got to wrestle this week. Yeah. He was in two matches this week. True. Tyler hey, Rex hey. wasn't... That brings up another point, though. The, the reason that Tyler Rex didn't wrestle is because one of your guys didn't even bother to show up this week. Well, I don't know where Truth was this week. It wasn't my day to watch him, <laughs> and that's the only reason they probably took him off. That's is the because only reason that Tyler Rex didn't wrestle is because that R-Truth wasn't there. It well, was an uneven... Well, doesn't it make up. sense to at least book Tyler Rex in a freaking match on SmackDown to who maybe... Would they, who maybe would they put him up against? Put him against some, some... Even if it's against some job or give him some credibility. He has no credibility going into this show. I mean, at least Ezekiel Jackson was throwing dudes off the top rope left and right. Tyler didn't throw anybody out. Yeah, but I mean, if you're talking about credibility for this week, I mean, like I said, our truth didn't even show up. Yeah, but that was just that's booking. I can't help that in my debate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of the debate, though. He wasn't there. Uh, <laughs> oh, good God! All right, I don't know. I mean, I have some more things. I think I've proven my point, though. I, I'm sorry, but you still haven't convinced me. I think I'm we'll not going to convince we'll, you. We'll just have to do, uh, you know, wait and see. I'm not going to convince you because the things that you don't believe, you're just like, oh, that doesn't even hold hold weight in this discussion. But they do. The fact that our truth was not there does matter. I, I mean, I, I, I guess I can't deny that, but I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, they they had a, they gave him a promo, but even that one promo probably did more than it did for Tyler Rex this week. Tyler Rex, uh, he, I okay. Well, that just brings up something else I just thought of. I have 
masters of opportunity. Not to say that you don't have some on your team too, but Edge, who it's like one of his nicknames. He invented the money in the bank switcheroo. Yeah. And then Tyler Rex, I mean, following in Edge's shadow, he comes in when Caval qualifies, and he takes that. He takes it. He's does that, that doesn't show hunger, then I don't know what does. Yeah, but I still think this team lost a lot of luster with Caval getting taken out of the team. I really do. I think that I think that was a mistake. I think it might even prove to be their downfall. Regardless, I mean, I would love to see Caval in it, but I have Tyler X, and so I'm going to defend the guy. All right. <laughs> uh, I mean, if... But it just goes to show you, I mean, if Caval was there, what's to say that he wouldn't... Um, he wouldn't pass up on an opportunity to like tag out or something. I mean, he he has more pride than brains to coin a phrase. This is, so yeah, more maybe Rex brains. was the better decision. Yeah, you could be right. I don't know. I uh, yeah, I <laughs> I'm looking at all my stats here that I was going to come at you with. Sorry, I'm pulling the thing on here. Our okay, truth is a former two-time hardcore champion. How many how many former hardcore champions you got? <laughs> I have Sorry, I know the big show did damn hardcore it. championships. <laughs> yeah, don't uh, talk about titles. I'll beat you <laughs> on every one of them. How many cruiserweight championships do you have? That's fine. I, I really want you to keep putting your shots in here because when you're wrong on Sunday, then this does, none of this hey, matters. Hey, hey. Regardless, my team is better than your team. That's all I can say. I I, I can't. The, the numbers I prove it. I don't. You know, I just can't math agree with that whole. Math proves everything. Does math prove everything? I'm not going to say math and science don't matter <laughs> when it comes to, you know, when it comes to love and war. They don't really have much bearing on it. And this is war, my friend. <laughs> uh, hey, did you know that uh, Larry Sharp trained uh, Seamus? I that guy uh, has trained nothing but legends and Hall of Famers, practically. Okay, he, fine. Uh, him and Big Show, the same trainer. Well, there uh, you go. Do you know Carrie Von Eric? Do you know who who uh, trained the Big Show? <laughs> Larry Sharp. Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Do you know much about Larry Sharp? I was going no, over his resume. Larry Sharp trained, and this is just a small list: Balls Mahoney, Bam Bam Bigelow, Big Show, Chris Candido, D'Lo Brown. The Godfather, the Headbangers, Carrie Von Eric, the Pitbulls, Raven, Sanjay Dutt, Tatanka, Tony Atlas, and Sheamus. What the hell? Too bad Larry Sharp isn't on your team. Maybe he'd win. <laughs> yeah. Too bad Larry Zabisco isn't on your team, and then they'd really lose. <laughs> uh, hey, let's talk about finishing maneuvers. Who has the worst finishing maneuver in this match? Okay, hang on. Wait. It's a guy you're on your gonna, team. You're going to say Santino, aren't yeah, you? Because he never... Oh, shit. Let's say he never was matched, but he he won a match to get into this thing. I don't remember. Did he beat Zack Ryder to get on this team? I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. With the Cobra. With the Cobra. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Samoan Spike, basically. It's not so bad. It's not. It's not anything like the Samoan Spike. It's really, really bad. Do you think that's gonna pin any of my guys? Really? I think it'll incapacitate them for a few seconds, and Mm -hmm. then I'm sure you don't. This isn't a comedy match. This is about bragging rights. Damn it. Would you rather have a? would you rather watch nowadays, the Cobra finish somebody off or the choke slam that you've seen for a thousand years? Which do I believe more? Well, neither. But Th- thank the you. choke slam. <laughs> yeah. And why why say that the choke slam anyway? Because the choke slam is boring as shit. And we're, I'm but, tired. But, Unless Sid's doing it. Kane's not on my team. <laughs> but the Big Show does the choke slam, but too. His, his finishing maneuver lately has been the punch. I haven't seen him punch anybody and punches people all the time. What are you talking about? He's not even doing his submission moves anymore. He's given up. He's not hungry anymore, Chris. <laughs> he's, he's always p- hungry. He's <laughs> a big man. Yeah, because he's big and fat. <laughs> talking about talking about match winning career wise, you know, you know, it took a it took a 
It took a leprechaun to motivate him to even get into this whole thing, right? I don't believe that's the case. I think he had the opportunity to pick a mascot for the team, and he said, who better than a midget? The guy who doesn't even know what team he's fighting for, apparently. Uh, yeah, that was kind of silly. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, hey, who's who's a better mascot? Uh, the Team Smackdown leprechaun with the blue face and the horns, or uh, Alex Riley, who I'm going to say is their mascot? I'm just glad you didn't say Michael Cole. I'd, yeah, I'm, not, have, no. I'm not. I'm not going to take cheap shots. Yeah, the, no, really, you're not. Okay. But hey, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Come on, if you win, you're going to hear about this from Michael Cole for the next year. You really want that to happen, dude? They forget about bragging rights after like a you month. You think Michael Cole is going to let anything go? Uh, they might put the trophy right next to him on Michael the table. Michael Cole doesn't let things go these days. Mm. No. I, I, I think it might be worth it just to prove that I'm right on this one. It <laughs> you, might be. You will take a I just, year. Tell you what, I'll, I'll watch Raw on mute for an entire year. I don't care. You'll make me watch Raw on mute, too. Fine. <laughs> Do what you want. I'm not, not your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, and my team also has multiple ways to defeat people. Just this week, we saw two... Uh, what, my guys only have one move apiece? Well, no, I'm just saying, <laughs> we have submissions, we have big power moves, we have Lucha Libre style, we have... We got we all have, that? We have everything. We even got that Kokur, or whatever the crap that is, that... Uh, you don't even know the name of the stuff that he does. <laughs> what is it called? It's parkour. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we got... Who, who, how many matter, of you guys got parkour which style? Which would matter if he was running down a street somewhere, or a construction site, but yeah, it doesn't runs matter. runs around the, the ring, ring, and out, and out uh, makes the guy be all huffy-puffy. Who better <laughs> do that on the... <laughs> Who better to do that on the Big Show than Morrison? Morrison just wears his ass out. Big Show will just stand in the middle of the ring and wait for him to get close. That's what Big Show does. Run between his legs and stuff. And, and then, what? I don't know. <laughs> too bad he, hey, it's too bad I, he can't do that, that awesome move hey, that he hey, always uh, does on Tyson I've got Kidd. speed and power and experience. Morrison's going to do that awesome move on Ray and pin him. With the, the, the back flippy... Uh, Rock bottom, yeah. 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 All right, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see him try. <laughs> How many of your guys ever beat the... Never, never mind. <laughs> I see a punks beat the Undertaker. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> By submission, right? How? Hey, I got money in the bank wins over you at least, thank yeah. God. Why, I don't? Are you kidding? CM Punk, two-time money in the bank. Uh, Miz, current money in the bank. Okay, I take it back. I, you've won more, but my team has cashed in the same amount that yours has. Hmm... Because, I again... That, I guess that's a push. Though. The master of opportunity, Edge, weaseled it out of someone else's hands who was no longer with the company. Mm. So I'd say that's at least a push. Yeah, but you, you got John Morrison, who has... How many how, how long? How many years has he been with WWE? Like uh, uh, four? Let's uh, say four? Six, actually. Six years with WWE. How long was Edge in WWE before he got a DVD box set? Like ten years. Yeah, and Morrison already's had his. Already well, so. okay. Are we are we doing that? Are we gonna look at the schedule of WWE DVD releases? They release things like every single week these days. Based on gr- based on greatness and John Cena just got like his thousandth DVD release this last week. Really, Chris Jericho. How long has he been in the WWE? Yeah, he but just got his first box set. Okay, <laughs> I ran out of reasons, but I'm I'm still right. I will agree to disagree. Oh, don't say that. That's so. <laughs> I hate when people say that shit. Good well, God, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think your weakest link is obviously Santino, the uh, former Miss WrestleMania. 
Oh man! Oh, you said you weren't gonna take cheap shots. That's the cheapest shot you can bring up. He tried to wrestle women, and he lost sometimes. He just wanted to run, roll around the ring with him. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't want to do that? Mm-hmm. Put me on the dating game with a CM Punk's roster. <laughs> and uh, now, um, you're, I mean, obviously your weakest link has to be Tyler because he's he's yeah, proven nothing. He's unproven, but he could be a yeah. surprise. He could, and I'm sure they'll give him. They'll give him something for people to talk about, and I'm sure yeah. the same thing will happen for Ezekiel. So I, I just, I got to think about that, that elimination match they had, like you know, a couple, like about was it like a Survivor Series match, and it was like Miz and Sheamus and um, Drew, right? McIntyre, yeah, yeah. They were the I, survivors. I see that repeating again this year, and I see CM Punk, Sheamus, and Miz being the last guy standing. That's what I'm, I'm going to call. You it. think all three of them are going to beat all of my guys? It's gonna be either it's gonna be two out of three of those guys last standing. I it's think gonna be. I would even I would even venture to say, I would actually rather see. And I I think I really do think it is a slight mistake that Miz is the captain because I think CM Punk should be the captain, or even like a Sheamus. Like oh, a Sheamus? How is he? He's not a leader. Like I said, he's obsessed. Well, CM Punk. Punk has proven that he cannot lead. <laughs> Okay, so none of my guys can prove their leader. I, I understand that. Fine, whatever. But I see I see it like Sheamus and CM Punk are going to be at least the sole survivors in this thing. I think that they're very capable of that. I don't see either any of them losing to any of those guys. I just think the egos and distractions will get in the way of your team. That's Punk possible. and Morrison have a history hmm. with each other. Sheamus doesn't like anybody. Sheamus, I mean, to prove himself, he retired people from Raw. He doesn't care about people. He he injured and retired Jamie Noble. He supposedly retired Triple H. But he does have pride, and this is just another thing. Maybe CM Punk. He put a, he put Evan Bourne on the shelf, just literally screaming in his ears. This is not personal. He, he doesn't get along with people. He's only concerned with himself and the Miz, obviously. Okay. All right, well, we, we shall see. I can't wait. I'm looking. Very forward to this pay per view. So yeah, I think I've proven my case. Alright. Experience, right. dedication, heart. Proven track records. Alright. Let's move on. I'm not giving you the Mr. T treatment where I just stare at you. <laughs> and try to try to scare you. Uh Alright. I might as well f- so we got some, all of these, that out. some of these crazy things that I well, came we, up with. We got all that out. You we, we good? Yeah, agree. That, I, I'm not gonna say agree, disagree. I'm just I'm saying I'm looking say forward to watching the show with you I, this Sunday. Chris. I'm just saying, no hard feelings. No hard. Okay, yeah, fist pump. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, let's move on to something else. Yeah. Hey, did you, um, I, I, it was fun actually to find out stuff. Of, I know it doesn't sound like I came up with good facts about these people, but I found fun facts at least yeah. about about my team. I, I did nothing for your team. So that's that's is where I kind of I probably lost this debate. That's because I didn't do any homework on your team. I was just trying to put my team over. So much like Raw, I was kind of in it for myself on this one. <laughs> I, you know, hey, I, I I'm man enough to admit what I did and what I didn't do. Um, one of the one of the people that's listed as our truth's trainers is Chris Hamrick. Remember him? Yeah. This was a the guy that would take the bumps off the apron to the floor all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. I didn't know Zeke was trained by Homicide. I thought that was really cool. He was trained by Homicide, and then the two FCW guys at the time, Doctor mm-hmm. Doctor Tom Pritchard and Steve Kern Skinner, which is another weird one. Um, 
Yeah, I, I enjoyed looking that stuff up. I like him. We know we we saw Morrison get trained, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, right. <laughs> that wasn't a big how do you do. Um, but uh, CM Punk's trainers are listed. He was trained by Ace Steel when he was an independent. Um, when they when they signed him, you know who they assigned him to as trainers in FCW? Fit Finley and Dave Taylor. <laughs> oh my God, that's a tough motherfucker, man. <laughs> that's another reason why I think he's gonna win. No, I was kidding. And and I didn't know this either, but you know when ROH started to get a couple of bucks and people were like, hey, how do I get the company? They had to start a little training school. CM Punk was their first head trainer. Hmm. How about that? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty cool. He's number three this year. The two in the five hundred. Yeah, How great is that's that? That's pretty cool. I uh, I don't like I said. I, that's a slight spoiler. I don't know who it is, but we need to do that on the show whenever it comes yeah. out. So yeah. Anyway, <sighs> <laughs> I think I won on five hundred rankings. Though. That's the only thing I think yeah, I might I have. Did. I was trying to look those up, and I I did I couldn't find it for everyone, so I just didn't do it. Miz is number twelve this year. Oh, so I don't, I don't deny that. Yeah. Yeah. They probably could have put him at ten, and I might have believed it for. You know, yeah. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, it's a, that's maybe a bit much. Cool. Well, that was that was uh, fun. Yeah. Okay, it was cathartic. You I think, think so? we needed to do that. We, just, we don't. We never disagree. So. Yeah. All right. Voices were raised, but all to, in all in all in good fun. Yes. All is fair. Yes. To be continued on next yeah, week's on episode. Next one. one of them is is going to be very dejected next week. Oh yeah. <laughs> whoever whoever says I don't want to talk about it at the beginning of the next episode. Let's just agree, no spiking the ball. I will really try hard not to. Right. It's gonna be hard for me to not to, especially since I didn't win this debate. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll let the we'll let the listeners decide who won. Yeah. Who well, won this debate? Well, let's get back to a, a bonding if we can. Uh, I know last week's episode. I don't even remember doing, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> but I know that there was some TNA talk in there somewhere, right? Yeah, we were talking about the um, what was it, the Bound for Glory results? And, yeah, and, and the they, show thereafter. Yeah. And they, by the way, um, for those of you that care, uh, Wes Craven's They, that exists. Yeah. So there is a movie called They, and it was by Wes Craven. I've never seen it, but... I I don't think if I have, it's been a long time, I don't really remember it. See what I'm doing? Planting seeds. Movie talk. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Um, But yeah, okay, well, let's talk about TNA for a while. I've saw... We have to, we have to. I I was just trying to do anything. Yeah, let's just get through real quick. Okay. since the last time we talked, we I've seen two more episodes of TNA. Um, last week, it was the <laughs> one right after Bound for Glory, and I was texting you, actually, Joey, while I was watching it, just <laughs> keeping you updated on the time frame, because I was watching on my DVR, thankfully, so I got to fast forward. Yeah, you're lucky. I, I watch those on yeah. Spike when they air, and I'm just, I, I'm, I've never been more ready for a DVR in my life. <laughs> so I get to fast forward through all the commercial breaks, but I'm looking at the, because, okay, at the very beginning of the show, they come out, which is Abyss, Bischoff, Hogan, Jarrett, Jarrett, Hardy, and uh, Janice. Yeah, Janice. <laughs> um, hey, I, I like that even uh, you. Yeah, I mean, like, how confusing is that? I mean, you know, we're always so on the ball with this. It's like this group still makes no sense because yeah. it doesn't flow off the tongue. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. Ugh. It was it was weird, and then so they're in the ring talking, and I'm actually not really paying that close of attention, and like towards the end, I see. Uh, actually, I'm talking to you at the time. Yeah, and, I'll let uh, you go because I knew you were not going to believe what you were about yeah, to see. I see Fortune come out on the stage. I'm like, oh, cool, like two heel factions. Then they're not going to get along. And this has happened before, so this yeah. is it's not nothing new, but it's it's not obvious. And so I, I was cool in- with that. I thought it would be interesting, like you have a Ric Flair led faction of awesome versus Hogan versus a Hogan led faction of timeless. All right, yeah. And um, 
they come out and and they hug and they bring each other together and now they are all collectively they are immortal. Chris, I got two words for you. And no, we're not debating, so it's not those. Right. Corporate ministry. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. This has been done before. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everything that do they do, do, do you done. out there know what we're talking about? Yeah. Do we do I need to do a 30 second reader's digest I, version? No. Okay. Yeah. Just go look it up. Yeah. Um but corporate ministry. Yeah. <laughs> That's all this is. Yeah. It, it, there's too many effing people now. I yeah. almost thought well, the I fortune was just going over the line of that's there a little so too many, many people, people. But I was still like, all right, it's cool. They got a tag team. They yeah. got an X Division guy. They have it's the TV title now, by the way. Yeah, yeah. The, um, AJ, the AJ Styles the Legends, Legends title, the World yeah. or Global, whatever it was called. It's TV now. And then you got a super heavyweight, Matt Morgan. I guess is he super heavyweight? Yeah, yeah. He's okay. he's 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 in. Like what you would call a, a new generation of super heavyweights, yeah. like she, yeah, like what Sid was in 1990. Yeah. It's like here's the guys that aren't going to applaud, that are going to be very exciting yeah. to watch, and they're over 300 pounds. Yeah. Matt Morgan is more mobile than the last generation, so I think it makes yeah. it's, it's the next evolution. And and so super I guess you really have two X guys because you got Kazarian and Douglas yeah. Williams. And Kazarian has proven to be also a, a, a major title contender, yeah. and will be more so. Uh, he really hasn't been given his total due in that in that yeah. department, but I think he's finally due. So you got like, and then you got the experience in Ric Flair. So you got all these different levels, and at that point when it was just them, I was thinking that AJ was kind of being overshadowed a little, because I really think AJ should be the John Cena of TNA, in my personal opinion. He probably should be, yeah. But um, Oh yeah, yeah, especially all he's done yeah. for that company. And he's it's a good statement, yeah. And you want to like the guy so much; it's yeah. so easy, and they don't do it. He should but be the first guy that breaks out of them for yeah. sure, because he doesn't need it. You're right, yeah. not anymore, at least. Yeah. Whatever they thought, he didn't even need it to begin he, with. Whatever they thought it, he needed he to be. Up with Flair, it was the worst thing they ever. Yeah, I remember we were really mad about that. Yeah, yeah. At least he came. Out, he's not wearing the silly hooded robe anymore. I don't think he's just wearing yeah. his, his old robe. Uh, yeah. But I love the fact, and I know I've I know I've said this before too, but I love the fact that the one thing Flair has probably done for him, either that or AJ took this upon himself. I'm not sure who. I'm sure it'll come out years and years from now. But not only is AJ kind of copying, he's or attempting to cop Flair's old interview style. He's got so much Tully Blanchard in him, and yeah. it's really great to see. And that's a guy that hasn't yet to really get his full due. I mean, he's kind of. You know, for history's sake, he's the Marty Jannetty of the Brainbusters. Yeah. They don't really talk about him very much. But this guy was an accomplished TV champion. Yeah. So there's another, there's another tie-in there, and he was just—he was such a weasel, man. He would win matches. He was a great—he was a scientific wrestler that cheated. So I think that's what they really wanted to do, and that's why they did hook AJ up with yeah. Flair. So I understood that. But yeah, if anybody is going to break out of that faction. It should be AJ, yeah. but I just love that AJ totally comparison. I'm proud that I kind of yeah. picked up on it. He wears the same sunglasses too. <laughs> it helps. But yeah, so so Fortune is up on the stage, and so I, I hang up and start watching. And they come out, and Hogan and Flair hug, and like mm-hmm. I said, they're all immortal. So apparently, immortal. when they're together, they're immortal. When they're they're still Fortune, and they're, they're still they. They actually used the term they this last week. Yeah. So they're still the two factions, but they're all, I guess, monetarily in it together yeah um i'm sure hopefully what you said at the beginning is right though eventually they won't be together they'll be fighting yeah i hope so Is, uh, hogan and flair get along really but anyway i've heard that 
for some reason. I mean, in real life, let's just yeah. say, I've heard that they actually have gotten along for a number well, of years fine, now. that's fine, but yeah. as far as, like, wrestling lore... I, I never want to see, see them. I never want to see those guys get along professionally. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. But anyway... I Almost mean, in real life, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> because I kind of broke my heart when I heard I'm like, yeah! <laughs> These, that segment lasted forever, and then it came back out, and they were still in the ring, and it went on for another segment. Mm-hmm. It just kept going for, like, the first 45 minutes was strictly immortal. Mm-hmm. And then... They have they have a knockouts match, which I'm not going to count this as a match because uh, um, Tara won at Bound for Glory, and she yeah. I, she ends up having to lay down for Madison Rain, and she does it and gets pinned. Now, why Rain does she do champion. that? Because Madison Rain brought Tara back in after being fired, ousted, yeah, ousted, yeah. She brought her back in as her bodyguard in order for her to help her win the title. She's the one the beater to have her leave too. That's the funny part yeah, about so it. I don't. It doesn't need to make sense. It's TNA. <sighs> but so she lays down and Mickey does her stuff. The point I'm getting to is that the first actual match that happened on that show didn't happen for almost an. It was like with commercials. Yeah, an hour and twenty minutes into that show, <laughs> total nonstop action. Yeah. I was not a happy guy. It's like almost like total nonstop reality television. Yeah, it's and not even like. And then to top it off, I forgot to tape reaction that week and just clicked on my DVR just to get TNA. Yeah. Not realizing, even though it's not live, that it goes over. So yeah. I missed the entire main event. Oh yeah, they went to yeah. That's what sucks is they know they're going to get if they start doing that more, they're going to get that number, that ratings. Yeah. You know, if they at least get the first quarter to yeah. do well. They'll say that they have something, but yeah, they're cheating. Yeah, they're they're putting they're putting the main event in the first quarter hour of reaction. So of yeah. course the rating is exactly. going to be the same or almost match it entirely. Because my DVR cut off, it cut off right on the hour, and the bell was just about to ring for that match. Remember when Vince used to be sneaky about that when it was Raw, Raw's War and the Wars and the Raw yeah, Zone or the, War Zone or whatever Raw it was. Zone, yeah. Oh, it was Warzone, and then it was... And they had two Warzone. separate ratings listings, so they were always the number one and number two yeah. show of the week whenever yeah. they were doing well. <laughs> so, yeah, we see what you're doing. Um, but, yeah, so I was ready to, like, rip into TNA this week just because it was such a bad show. And in all this, you actually know, with the rest of the world now, who Wow is. <laughs> right. I actually have now seen my first person personality from Jersey Shore. And aren't you glad? I can very happy. Yeah. Because yeah. She's, she's such a magnetic personality. Oh, I'm telling you. And I, I, I'm really sorry if you think this is too much of a tangent, but do they really think that we care slash they care, I'm talking about their fan base, right. Jersey Shore, or let's say any other kind of non-wrestling related television show or a movie or whatever do you think that they care what we think and we care what they think right. no I, I don't I don't I don't understand it and now I'm sure I know that there have been a few decent crossovers here and there yeah. but how many good versus bad right it's very it, it, it's a squash match for every Mr. T let's say yeah. for argument's sake there's a Jay Wow yeah. or a, name a bad raw guest host, any of them. The, the, you see what I'm getting at? Yeah. You, you get, like a Don Johnson, or you know, it yeah. doesn't. Need, it doesn't matter. We don't care, and they don't care, and they don't want to be there. Yeah. They're just there for the money, and we know they're there for the money. You know how much Jay Wow made for that appearance? I don't know. Fifteen grand. How much you think freaking 
Doug Williams takes home in a week. Yeah, right. Not fifteen grand. No. M- maybe one. Maybe. I mean, I could be way off. But I bet you it's. I bet you if he's, he might be making half of what they paid Jay Well that week. I would imagine that's probably pretty close. How crap is that? I mean, that's another reason. And I, I really want to see the ratings break down. I want to see if she brought the numbers because that's because yeah. money talks and bullshit walks. And I want to see what kind of numbers she drew in compared to the, just the regular knockouts that they already have right. that they're underutilizing, and they don't even let them wrestle anymore. Yeah. I, I really and they they put her in a program. With someone who's been there for two weeks, yeah, on television. To yeah. be fair, for two weeks, yeah. been there a few, a little bit longer. But does that make any other kind of sense? No. Is there not someone else that has been with the company for at least a few months that can wrestle? Maybe that's the point because Becky Bayless is not much of a wrestler, apparently. I haven't or, really ever seen her wrestle. Or we don't know what we don't know what her credentials are. Personality, but I've never really seen her in yeah. the ring. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that putting her against, like, I don't know, Sarita would have been genius. Yeah. I'd rather not have her be on there in the first place. Wow, not Sarita. Yeah. But, you know, it's just... Uh, she ne- she still needs elevation, despite yeah. her... Despite some of her title wins there. She needs a little bit of elevation, well, yeah. doesn't she? We'll doesn't Taylor need some more elevation? Yeah. So, why her? She just signed. I don't know. Isn't that stupid? Uh, yeah. Okay. I agree with you. Yeah, once again, the Holly, the whole... And Jersey Shore isn't even Hollywood. I understand this. But when I refer to Hollywood, just say anything outside of the wrestling world. And yeah. that that's, that's like when people from New York and L.A. generalize anything between them. is like well, just it's, rednecks. It's anything that <laughs> the wrestling world tries to to latch onto to get a crossover yeah. uh, a following. Because, I mean, Jersey Shore is apparently big for some ungodly reason. It's like... The biggest cable show on TV, believe yeah. it or not. Like, besides and wrestling, it's the, the biggest thing going. I've never seen, like, even a portion of an episode. And yeah. At this point, I never will. It's it's as big, or possibly even bigger, than even, like, the Osbournes at their peak. And remember how big that was. Yeah. The Osbournes were beating Raw on the ratings. Yeah. So, but yeah, like, I and, and don't get me wrong, I love it. I actually do love it when a television guy, or a movie guy, or girl comes on the shows or even sits in the front row and are apparent fans yeah and not just there to be seen and not just there to promote some shit like even though people rag on the david arquette thing david arquette was a fan fan. he's obviously a fan he's obviously a fan but he's obviously a fan right exactly thank you and we talked about this and what did arquette do with his pay-per-view money he gave it to brian pillman's widow um, a guy like Freddie Prince Jr., who was hired and fired and now rehired back oh, yeah. by WWE cool. as a consultant. He's a huge he, too, he, so. Yeah, he's a consultant writer at home guy now, yeah. which is a job I'd love to have. Yeah. But Freddie's an obvious fan, and he wasn't a bad guest host either. So yeah. when he's on there, he does good. You know, even like Michael Clark Duncan, who should have been a raw guest host by now, he's yeah. in the front row every time. Yeah. You know, he's a fan. Even when the, uh, you know, maybe not every time. I know he was buddies with The Rock. Yeah. and But, you know, he's, I still see him there. Yeah. I see Dusty Hill there all the time. So I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And when they bring him on, even if they're bad, I, I don't I don't get mad at them because I know they're actual fans. It's nothing that we wouldn't do if we were asked if we right. were famous in another medium. So I, I that makes sense. And when a Raw guest host goes on that I don't know as a fan and does a good job, and if I'm not sure if they're a fan afterwards, I don't mind that either. Yeah. You know, well, like, like Dulé well, Hill is yeah, a good example Dulé of Hill, that. I was about to say Seth Green, the first Raw guest host. Yeah. I mean, he did a great job. I don't know if he's a fan or not. I figured he's. I figured he's at least an old school fan because of his Robot Chicken stuff. Yeah. So, because I mean, who doesn't love that stuff? Yeah. 
So I'm sure he's a decent enough fan. He's probably a casual fan at yeah. this day and age, but just speculating. But yeah, I mean, when it works, it works. But you, th- I mean, what what point? I realize that they brought her on because she's on one of the biggest shows right now. But like I said, the crossover cannot be all that good. The payoff yeah. is not going to work here. Yeah. That's basically what I'm saying. I, I understand and agree. When when celebrities want to do this, or when their agent wants their celebrity to do this, why can't you just interview them and yeah. say, "Can you tell us anything about us?" Yeah. That's all I want them to do from now on, and or at least bullshit them. Yeah. Do your homework, learn stuff you don't care about, and then you get job. But that's what I'm saying. That's, I just want them to know a little something about it. She doesn't know how to work for shit. Or that was a terrible either segment. Either that, or have them at least be a, a good enough actor or actress in order to make it seem like. They give a give a damn because yeah. they talk to to Jay Wow in the back, and she's like doesn't yeah. even know where she is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, she's not even an actress. I mean, yeah. you could argue that she is because all of these shows are scripted, and they are. Yeah. But yeah, she's not even an actress. She's the best she's ever going to do after this is like Playboy, right? Or you know, a sex tape, which is apparently one of the highest things you can achieve in this <laughs> day and age. Yeah. <laughs> Titus O'Neil was an accidental uh, <laughs> one of those, supposedly. Uh, I don't, We're not going to talk about that, though. That. We're not going to talk about that. You can look it up yourselves, kids. But anyway. Not kids. <laughs> 18 and over. It, it, <laughs> how about we recommend that nobody look that up? Okay. All right. That, that's fair Never. enough. That's fair enough. I'm, I'm going back to Happy Plays. <laughs> I did see Mickey James's outfit this week. Yes, this week. This week, like I said, I was about to. I was ready to go off on a 10-minute on a Joey tangent. On on Raw la- or sorry Impact last week, but um, yeah, this week I actually I kind of enjoyed TNA uh, for the most part. It was actually I mean some of the matches looking back I'm like oh well maybe it wasn't that great. I think in comparison it was a lot better. So well we had a debut uh, in the ring and then in we had debut. a personality debut as well. Yes, this week. Um, yeah, actually, um, we'll go ahead and do the in ring. Mickey James had her first TNA uh, knockouts match. She actually wrestled Sarita. Okay. So I don't know if she's. I haven't seen her on TNA. I think maybe she's on that like syndicated explosion show or whatever it she is. She probably does a lot of those, or maybe the like the superstars of Impact. Yeah, yeah, the stuff that we don't get to see. Yeah. Um, I just find out how to see that. Is that just overseas only? Is that I, what it I is? Think so. Why don't they put it on their website? I don't, I don't understand know. that. Like put it as a U.S. filter only. You know. Nah, I don't know. But uh, I missed the boat. On I mean, you can expect what happened. It was a debut match, yeah. so obviously. Is she still doing the the? I, I, I'm going to out myself. I didn't really see much of this impact, but did she do her old finisher, or she got something new? Uh, Mickey. Yeah. Yeah, she did the chick kick. Oh, she did the chick kick. Yeah. Oh, okay. So well, that's that's. Oh, that's yeah. She's been yeah, doing yeah. the Mickey DDT. Oh yeah, she, no, she didn't do that. She did the chick kick. Okay. Um, huh. Or the Mick kick, I guess is what she yeah, called the Mick it. Kick. Um, <laughs> it was. I mean, it was an all right match. It wasn't. I think they both could have. And probably will do better, but you know what? In these debut matches, I want to see the person that has tenure win one of these. I want to see them kind of yeah. The debuters really kind of have to earn their way into yeah. this whole thing, you know. So. I mean, I would think. I mean, if this was real life, I would think that the person being put in that match, obviously being put to make the other person look good, if this was like a real competition, you know? Yeah. I would think that they would try that much harder to make them look in, bad. In order to make them look bad to hold their spot in the in the company. Yeah. You know? I mean, it just makes sense. And you you always see the looks on you, you ever notice the looks on the faces of some yeah. of those people like, "Oh god." Yeah. They actually let Sarita cut a promo though. Yeah. They let them both the the, the behind the scenes cam that TNA does, which oh. you know what? It's actually growing on me. I actually kind of like it. It It's different. It it doesn't make it look cuz I mean, sometimes 
You know, Mr. Cops Cam that ECW used to have. <laughs> they don't go in and out like ECW. Used I to, love that man. They go up and down and around. So, like Pope, Pope was in a, a strip club, uh, cutting a promo on uh, AJ Styles. Well, he makes it rain all the time. Yeah. So uh, they obviously they they did the camera and it panned around, and there was the the lady dancing over here. So not everybody may get this, but it's too bad they didn't do a strip club promo whenever Pac Man Jones was on the, was in TNA. <laughs> but yeah, that so, would be TV worth watching. So I mean, the match was the match was good. I would like to have had Sarita win, but you know what? It's it's whatever. I just want to yeah. see her on TV yeah. more. And we love Mickey. I mean, Mickey's uh, well, yeah, solid. No, she's good. One of the she's probably at this point one of the greatest uh, and most successful female wrestlers of all time. Who actually can wrestle? Yeah. Who within the next month or two will be the first woman to hold three major the three major oh, yeah. U.S. Uh, women's championships. That's going to be a big deal. Yeah, because yeah. Victoria never had the uh, Tara never had the um, yeah. Divas title, yeah. and she's probably happy about that. Actually, yeah. I know I would be. Um. So yeah, and you're talking about the uh, the debut personality this week, which was actually another knockout, uh, new addition to the roster. Um, what a great name! Yeah, <laughs> the former Katie Lee Birchall debuted as Winter. Nice. Um, Are you just waiting now for the other three to debut, and we can have the elements? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not really an element, but you know the seasons or, yeah. or the, what have you. The weather. Yeah, because um, you can have. I mean, you could, there's chicks named Summer and Spring, and yeah. and maybe not Fall. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But yeah, I'm not I'll, really, I'll work on something. I'm not really sure what's happened, what she is exactly, because they're doing this. It's a she's the Ice Queen or what? It's the beautiful people, and they're like in their dressing room, and they're putting on makeup and everything. And uh, Lacey and uh, Velvet walk out, and it's just Angelina in there. And then the camera's light goes over to the left, and it comes back, and it's looking in the uh, the mirror that she's looking in. Yeah. And Winter is just standing there behind her, and so Angelina just looks up like, "Oh, hey, uh, who are you?" He's like, "My name's Winter. I've been a fan of yours for like doing the creepy stalker thing." Oh, like Mickey um, James. Yeah, like Mickey James. <laughs> and then uh, you hear Velvet come back in. The camera pans over to the left to the door to see Velvet come back in, yeah. and she talks, and then she walks back out. And it pans back over to the other shot where it's just Angelina, and Winter is no longer there. It's like when The Undertaker was stalking Randy Orton. So she's like a creepy stalker ghost. Okay. And she found the Jim Cornette hole. Yes. She either (laughs) teleported in, or she's a ghost. One of the two. Those are the conclusions that I've drawn from the 10 seconds that she was on screen. I like that WWE has the gorilla position and TNA has the Jim Cornette hole. <laughs> She's either supernatural or a scientific genius. One of the two. Okay. Um, uh, Brian Kendrick actually was on this week. Really? Yeah. I gotta watch this show it was, now. Um, Foley was doing a book signing for Countdown to Lockdown. Yeah. And... He showed up to the book signing? Kendrick showed up to the book signing. That's brilliant, and sir. And was asking questions about the book, like talking about the depth and the layers of, like reading quotes from Mick's book and saying, did this mean this or this and this? And oh, is he still doing his existential, like, yeah, basically heavy what, reader that's gimmick? That's what he was trying, that's what he was going I for. Dig it, yeah. And Foley was just like, uh, yeah. Just like, what are you talking about, dude? So, but it was, it was like guys cool. that way, read way too much in the song lyrics. Yeah. Uh, Robbie E. had his first match. Um, oh. He got beat up by Amazing oh, Red. Oh, the Jersey guy. Yeah. Okay. He got beat up by Amazing Red, did an RKO, and got the victory. RKO? Yeah, really? He's doing the RKO. Not even like a. Uh, it's pretty much an RKO. All right. 
Never mind. Um, the rest of the match, uh, our show was, I don't know. As long as it was better than last week, I'll yeah, watch it. It was, it was better than last week, so. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing the legwork on that, Chris. Yeah, I, really I don't want to talk it. about TNA anymore. That always powers me down just a little bit. <laughs> so, you want to give out awards or? Uh, um, you so got anything? Got anything else? Well, did you have a match of the week for this week? I know you didn't see TNA. But uh, I'm yeah, I, I'm I'm guilty. I'm really, I swear, I'm going to be able to eventually see Raw, SmackDown, Superstars, Ring of Honor, and TNA. Ring of Honor, of course, being the most important. Eventually, probably have to wind up being ROH match of the week, and then everybody else's match of the week or yeah. something. But I, I this week, I guess I'm gonna have to pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick Alberto Del Rio versus John Morrison, which ties nicely into our debate. So, which see, I, even your even one of your guys won, and Alberto did win the match. Well, to be it was fair, a great SmackDown match. won almost every match this week. Yeah, I guess so. But so. Hey, another reason why they're gonna, probably gonna surprise everybody He's with that win. So. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna agree. I okay. think that was the best match. It's kind of slim pickings this week. Yeah, we agree. Now we can high five. There we <laughs> go. Yeah, high five. Woo! All right, so best week, worst week, man. Yeah. Um, uh, best week I think is gonna have to go to the team captain of Raw, the Big Show. His his team is thriving. They went over to Raw and won the Battle Royal. They came back to SmackDown, and every member of his team won. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, and he also has a movie. And he has a movie coming out, which that's, that's will remain to be seen whether next week will be worst week because of his movie. But yeah, and he might lose. And he, might he, uh, he will lose. He will lose and his movie will tank. But as of right now, he is having the best week. Yes. How many guys right now in this world have a movie in the theaters, even if it's just for two days, right. and also headlining a pay-per-view? Brock Lesnar can't say that. Sure. So, yeah, he is having the best week. You convinced yeah, it me. It a good week. And then He's worst, having the worst week, sir. Worst week is going... You didn't see it, so it's from TNA. Hit it. I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Anderson. Really? Because he... What's last, going on with Anderson? Last week, he was in a number one contenders match with RVD, and he... Uh, Jeff Hardy ends up coming out at the end of the match. Jeff Hardy, the most important man in the wrestling universe, by the way, oh, okay, uh, as declared by Hogan or Flair or something, uh, okay, um, comes out and you know Flair thinks he's a spot monkey. Yeah, you know he does yeah. in his heart of hearts. Sorry, but uh, he comes out. Like I said, my DVR didn't record it, so I just had to watch the highlights from this week. Yeah. But basically, he injures uh, Anderson last week because he puts his arm in a folding chair. And DDT's RVD onto that chair. I so saw that. That was once. I did like the spot. It was yeah. a good spot. But so this week he comes in injured, and he's getting harassed by uh, Fortune, of course, and he ends up getting put in a an X division match, X, or uh, ult- sorry, an Ultimate X match, uh, which Bishop with a bad with a bad arm with, with a bad arm, oh, of course, against Kaz. <laughs> so. Um, I mean, he goes out there. He actually he gets beat up before he gets to the ring by the rest of Fortune. Dragged to the stage and thrown on the stage. That he, doesn't make Kaz look good either. Yeah. He ends up actually holding his own against Kaz for some weird reason. But then, uh. Did he course, bring rope with him? Like, did he lasso <laughs> into the center to scale himself up with the one arm? Well, the first so that was a done. surprise because Kaz just walks into the ring and does. He uh, goes along the, the cord to the X in the middle of the ring. There's no match? He just. Well, no, gets there it? is. There is. Okay. He goes along to the X and not knowing that Anderson had already gotten up and ran to the ring and just pulls him down. And so oh. he gets a little advantage that way and holds his own. Okay. But then the rest of Fortune comes out, and they just beat the holy hell out of him. It's unnecessary. Yeah. And um, 
Morgan puts Kazarian on his shoulders and he gets the old the X from the thing that way. Wow, you gotta cheat that much against an injured so man. So he got beat that up twice. That doesn't make anybody look good. He got beat up twice by Fortune within like 15 minutes, and then Jeff Hardy hits the ring, and reckless Jeff Hardy swings a chair at his back, hits him in the back of the head, and busts busts the back of his head open. Ugh. So now he needs stitches in the back of his head. He's bleeding all over Jesus. the ring, and it was obvious he didn't blade. He got hit by in the head by Jeff Hardy. Yeah. So yeah. Anderson is having the worst week. It's kind of an extended worst week because I really thought that just maybe he would win his first world title, which he has yet yeah. to do, yeah. and he still didn't do it at the last pay-per-view. So that's I agree yeah. with you. I think too. that's a pretty solid case for worst okay. week. All right. All right. So I guess we'll wrap it up. I got a couple. I got a thing to promote, though. Um, if you, uh, I, I guess, maybe... <laughs> If you go to um, if you go to cnjradio.com on our wrestling house show page, um, and if you don't see it, keep looking for it. But I have a DVD review coming out. Like I said, I was going to review all my DVDs. I'm going to go like a mix of current and old school because I just picked up the Chris Jericho box and the High Flyers box, which I'm very excited about both of those. But I uh, before those came in the mail, I had already reviewed. The first subject I have, which I'm holding here, which is great radio, uh, the Andre the Giant DVD, which I think I'm I think I brought up a few interesting things here, at least because this is a straight up port from Coliseum Video, mm. with a couple of DVD editions and not much, yeah. but they kept most of the original program, so it's a really weird DVD. But I reviewed it, and I'll tell you why it's weird on the review. So go to cnjradio.com on the Wrestling House Show page, and read my review of the Andre the Giant DVD. It's nowhere nearly as good as your review on the Chick Fight set. Oh, but I'm, I'm trying. You are my standard bearer for that. So. Thanks. Yeah. Anyway, so I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, yeah, speaking of CNJ Radio, that's where you can find our feed. Um, hopefully the rest of the website will be up soon so you can see Joey's reviews and we'll be doing more there. It's taken a little long trying to switch over to the new server. So that's right, man. I know that's, that's pain in the butt. And you've been doing a great job, man. But please, uh, for now, for the interim, sign up, uh, subscribe to our feed at cnjradio.com. That's the letters C-N-J, followed by the word radio.com. Uh, visit us on Facebook. You can find a link there. It's easier for you. Um, tell you your can, friends. Yes, tell your friends. And you can email us at uh, wrestlinghouseshow at gmail.com for the meantime. Yes. All right, man. Let's, uh, I, I'm, I'm anxiously anticipating this Sunday... And uh, I can't wait for the next show already. So, everybody else out there, thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, keep telling everybody, like-minded people. And, uh, yeah. yeah, have a great week, guys. Go SmackDown. Go Raw. Raw, 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 Raw. That's Raw, Raw for Raw. The rest is Oh, it really, 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 really